Are you interested in becoming an SLP or an SLPA? Are you currently applying to grad school or thinking about applying to grad school? In today's episode, we'll discuss the process of getting into grad school and the differences between an SLP and an SLPA. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech-language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech-language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric Speech Pals. Welcome back. We did. Woohoo! So we have some big news. Super big news. Haley got into grad school. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So we gosh. are very obviously excited for Miss Haley. I'm literally stoked. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add a couple letters at the end of your name. C C C. Sorry, S L P A. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's why we wanted to talk about this today is because obviously of our exciting news and also Haley has been in the process of applying to grad schools and, um, it'll be good to know the differences and if you were curious on what I can do and can't do and what Melissa can do, but I'm so excited when I got, I got the email at work and I was like sitting in my room. I had the interview on the month, like on a Monday and they told me it was going to be two weeks before they told me and that if I got in or not. They're like, oh, it'll be two weeks. I was like, okay. Then it was that Thursday. And then I'm like sitting in my room. It's like day's almost done. I get like an email saying of the decision. And I'm like, no, that's a deny. No like, no like, they sent out their denies first. Coming from someone who's applied to grad school way too many times <laughs> so i'm like oh, okay i open it up and i'm like it's like congratulations i just started bawling <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh i like literally sprinted to the front to tell um our lady at the front office that i got in and there apparently everyone happened to be in there i think waiting for their kids to come in and everyone's like is everything okay like thinking that someone got hurt and i was like i got in and then everyone was like yay, yay! and then and then half of them didn't it was like some OTs and PTs in there too and they weren't really sure what we were cheering for and they were like what are we jumping up and down for and I was like I got into grad school I was like yay that's so sweet it was the best the joys of being in a clinic. Too. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's really cool. Then I'm like, text Melissa and Dave. Yeah. Like, Guys, yay, we did it. Lots of gifts. Yes, yes. Yeah, lots gifts. of gifts. Gifts or gifts, whatever they're called, <laughs> of dancing people. Yes, we are very, very, very excited for her. So yay. that is our big news. Very excited. Um, we'll kind of... Hopefully take you along the process. I know. Oh, yeah. For grad school experience. You get to hear it real time, all the real good, time. bad, and everything in between. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that'll be fun. Yay. All um, right, should we get into it? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to I? You want to say, um, talk about how you got into grad school? Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think I've said this before, but I um, went, I did a different route. I went straight out of undergrad to grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people choose, you know, kind of to have an extra year. Some people want to become an SLPA, things like that. So there are multiple options that you can kind of choose out of grad school. Um, I decided just to go straight through. So I applied to a lot. I mean, I think people tell you just apply to like, so many because it is Mm -hmm. very competitive um and so the best obviously rate like (laughs) for for success like for you to get in is you apply to more yeah um agree the only problem with that is that there 
the applications are expensive. Haley reminded me recently (laughs) and I was like, what? I forgot how expensive they were, but they can be very spendy. So, um, so yeah, so applying to like those that were like, you know, reach schools, but also those that were like within range. range. Yeah. Yeah. And you could go, if you're like curious, you're like, I want to know the school, but I don't know, um, if I meet their requirements or like their averages of like test scores and GPAs, you can actually go on ASHA. It's like the ASHA EDU and type in the school and the, it'll give you like the average acceptance GPA, the average like GRE scores that they accept. And it kind of says like just what their requirements are for applying to the school, like how many letters of rec, how many essays, if there's an interview. Mm. They, like, it's like a little blurb, and they do it for every single school. Wow. And it'll tell you if it's accredited or not and everything. Oh, so I didn't know that. If you're curious, you're like, oh, I like this school, but I don't know if my GPA or my test scores It'll reach f- it or whatever. Yeah, you could just... Oh, that's handy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Check uh, it out. We'll save you some money, too, yeah. hopefully. Yes. Um. Yeah, so definitely look into that. Um, ASHA, again, is just like the speech and hearing audiology and speech and hearing association. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like kind of the the board that they have a lot of really good information. We link a lot of links from ASHA. Um, but yeah, it's A-S-H-A dot com, essentially. Um, yeah, or dot org, I think. Or dot org. Or you could Google Something ASHA. like that. Yeah. yeah. American <laughs> Speech and Hearing Association. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what it is. Yeah. So then I guess from there, you obviously apply. Mm-hmm. And then um, you go through a lot of um, like interviews. They ask you I, all of my interviews in the beginning, except for one, which is the school I ended up going to, what were um, online interviews. Oh, like Zoom interviews? Yeah, like Zoom. Yeah. I think just to make sure, like, well, you have to pass the first process of, like, um, your GPA, your scores, your things like that. And then from there, you get the interview, and then they kind of see if you're, like, a real person and, like, somebody they would want to invite. And then um, the one school I um, chose that was in, obviously, San Diego was a little bit different. They... um, you passed the first one of like the GPA and like this, the scores and stuff. And then they invited you to like this like day long interview process. Um, and I, I mean, I, th- I thought it was fun. <laughs> I liked it. It was pretty rigorous in the sense where it was like a lot of questions, a lot of quizzes, a lot of, um, I know. I think it's weird that they quizzed you. That's so intense. I feel like there were, there were so many people that they, I think they like, Oh, you know what? I forgot. You did have to submit a video. Yeah, that's the only difference with your school. I was going to mention that. I forgot about you that. You guys have to do, like, at Cal State San Marcos, uh, you have to, like, make a video. Like, they give yeah. a prompt, and then you make a video. Of, it's like, But it's pretty lengthy. It's, like, seven or minutes or something. It's long. Yeah. No, no. I'm being I think, dramatic, but. I think, yeah, I can't remember how long it had to be, but it had to be memorized because they oh, didn't yeah. want you to like read off of something. Um, so yeah, just make sure you're following the rules because a lot of people I think weren't following the rules on that one, um, no, and they not. were like read off of things, which is like obviously an automatic like out because you're not following the rules. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. They, it's more of like conversation or something. But you honestly, yeah. I to when I, I applied there before too, actually did not. I you didn't do the video. No, maybe I did do the video. Because I have one. I don't remember if I finished the application. I don't remember. Regardless, now I did not get it. I'm somewhere else. <laughs> you could, on YouTube, all the videos are still mm-hmm. up there from all the years in the past. Mine's still up. <laughs> I never took it down. I mean, why? Because yeah, you have to make it public for uh, everybody to see. Yeah, for the admissions team to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 
that's different about your your that your application at your school is is very is a lot of work. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. Obviously, I thought it was worth it though because it was in San Diego, <laughs> and I was like, this is where I want to go. Yeah, so it's beautiful here. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I definitely wanted to go here. So um, so yeah, I guess that was my process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess w- once you do obviously the first interviews and then um, the other. Um, schools would let you know if you got in or not from that. And the Cal State San Marcos, um, after the interviews, they also let you know. And it was it was similar where I was on the airplane back mm-hmm. and they told us, you know, they'd get back to us like a week or two, too. And um, I got the call on the plane and so I played I played the voicemail and I was like freaking out shaking and this guy next to me is like are you okay and I was like I got a new rascal and he's like congratulations <laughs> I know it's this like, weird thing we're like this is actually a huge deal yeah yeah it was it was exciting I yes. remember it that moment it is pretty so. big I know, and it's yeah. funny too when I told people who like don't really understand like how competitive and how hard it is and like kind of how big it is they're like Nice. Cool. Yeah, good and for then you. And you're like, no, 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 no. Be really, so cool. be really yeah. excited for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. More yeah. school. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, um, and, and, and you feel like such a payoff because, you know, all this work goes into it, obviously, to apply to anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, yeah. but yeah, so it's just like, yes, I can finally do it. And it's interesting because so many people, I think, want to be SLPs, but it is so competitive to get in. That, um, you yes. know, and, and we're needed. Yeah, SLPs so are needed. needed. So um, I think it's just because of the externships that. and stuff. Like the Your CFY CF? years the, and the externships so? of like. What do you mean? I think because they can't take like a million people because they have to keep like. I guess. They have to control like how many kids are going to the externships around in that area. Oh, oh, oh during the program. During the program. Probably. Yeah, I guess. You know? Maybe, but it's still, like, what, like, 30 kids per program? Like, my program is, yeah. like, 20. Yeah, it's And I'm like, okay. Small. And we're all – my program is online, by the way, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, the diff- like, why I chose that program – why I chose that format. But um, still, they could probably take so many more. And, like, because we're all – I'm not. I, I that's the only that's my only guess would be the placements. I obviously don't know. I haven't looked to do it or anything, but that, that would be my guess. Sometimes I think it's like the, there's not enough like professors, you um, know. Like, but you could do like a like one professor could talk to like a mass group. I guess, you know? but then it's like the like all the other stuff. Like it's I feel like it's so much more like you really have to make that bond with those professors. I think I don't. I I don't know. I've never been so. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's a, it's, I will say it's a sad, I, it is a bummer because like so many people, like I've been wanting to get in for so long, not so long, like what, two years now. (laughs) Sorry, I just bumped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Like I've been wanting to get in for what? So like, I mean, I didn't want to go like right after grad, when I graduated undergrad. Well, because you got in initially. Yes. And no. then you deferred it. Oh, yes. And yeah. You, no, no. Did I? Yeah. So you told me. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it was years ago. Don't worry. <laughs> We're here we are now. <laughs> um. Anyways, but, and it's like so hard to get in. And mm-hmm. I, and they also bummer too. It's like when you don't get in, like most of the schools like won't tell you why. Like mm-hmm. I would reach out and be like, mm-hmm. "Hello." It wasn't like, "Oh, your GPS was or your GPA GPS was too your low. GPA was too low, or your scores are too low." Yeah, or, or like maybe you know your essay is a little too generic yeah. or something, and you're just like, it was just. I mean, I'm sure if I 
I'm sure some schools did like we're like yeah we could help you but it was like so specific to that program it wasn't very helpful the like advice that they gave wasn't so helpful yeah um and didn't you call some of the people to see like why and they didn't god yeah i even drove to schools and was like because they were like because they say in some emails like don't contact us like for after they like give you a deny and i would like drive there and i guess they would get like 400 people contact i mean yeah when you cut it down to just interviews it's only like 400 yeah so i was like it was just a dramatic, but yeah. whatever. In the past. In the past. <laughs> <laughs> but be persistent is what I can say. If yeah. you're trying to get in still. Um, so I guess the, the difference between what I do as a SLPA and an SLP is I can't do evaluations and I can't do testing. Mm-hmm. I could, like, with my supervisor, like, I'm allowed to sit in with her and we could, like, do the testing together, like, sometimes for progress reports, but mm-hmm. – and I also have to have a supervisor. I was going to say. And, and you also have a ha- have to have a supervisor, like, sign off on all my notes. All your notes. Everything do the reports do. for your – Yeah, they do um, the reports. I don't yeah. do any report writing. So you're basically just doing the therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you get really good at the therapy because that's all you do. Yes. But, um, so, but, yeah, the other report, evaluation, yeah. things like that. Um, and the pay is different, too. The pay is different. Yeah. yeah. I make less as a slipper. Yeah. Um, but some people love being a slipper because they don't have to write reports or mm-hmm. do because that's like the not fun part is what I hear. It's oh, I like, like writing reports, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm the oddball. Yeah, yeah, maybe I, from what I, mean, I, I like therapy too, but I like writing reports. <laughs> but I hear in the clinic is like, oh, so many progress reports this month. Yeah, but um, that's I mean, if you are like, I don't want to do that stuff, or you are interested sometimes people are like someone in our yeah. clinic the one who i work with she's a slip and she's an slp in another country but i don't think that she um wants to do reports anymore okay. and she just yeah is stays is gonna well stay and she probably would also have to go to grad school so yeah it didn't carry over from yeah. the other country which would be a bummer because if you already paid all the money to do that and then to have to then pay it again oh yeah that's just she's always yeah she's not like no it. way yeah i don't think it's worth it but yeah. um uh, but anyway, so as will be obviously, like Melissa said, you have to go to grad school and it's two years. Um, and then you're a clinical fellow at the end. Yeah. So I guess three, but you get paid in your clinical fellowship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. And then not as much as you do as like with your full C's. Um, yeah. but yeah, you do. It's get not paid. like a, well, cause I think some like in when like externships and stuff like i think like when during grad school well some programs like i think like when you're trying to be a doctor of some sort maybe, oh like residency like so you don't get paid i think they get paid really little yeah or something like i think my my friend sorry i know this is running uh my friend who's just she's in her externship for to become an audiologist i don't think she's getting paid i i think not for externships but i think they do for but they have to do three years audiology. Yeah. And then one year of externship. Yeah. Which is what she's in right now. Oh. Maybe. Oh, is that her clinical fellow year, basically? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's got to get paid. I think you she think so. Paid. I think so. I, I think it's probably not as great, but I think she, I think Don't she, quote. Don't quote me. Yeah. No, we're, we're not like audiology. Yeah, we, we don't know that <laughs> process. Anyways, so that's the difference between – that's how you could become an SLP. To become an mm-hmm. SLPA is you have to have an undergraduate degree. Both of them you have to have an undergraduate degree in communication disorders and sciences or 
some speech and hearing sciences. Yeah, there's yeah. so many different names, but you need a bachelor's degree. If you don't have that, like let's say you go to school and you're like a math major or something, and then you're like, oh, but I want to do CDS or you are a psych major, you can go into what is called a post-baccalaureate program, mm-hmm. which or post-bac for short, which is where you, like, there's, like, schools that have, it's basically like you only are taking the courses needed for the program. So you don't, like, go do all the extra fluff classes. Um, and a lot of schools will have, like, a post-bac program that kind of, like, blends into then into their grad school. Yeah, we had, I, I think our, mine was, like, 95% were post-bac. Yeah. Which is like sometimes a good route because it's easier to get in that way. Because mm-hmm. they already know you. They know you're a good student. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of just, I mean, there were so many people <laughs> were in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, so you could, you have to have that. And then you have to have a hundred hours of like clinical field work. So, and some undergrad programs do that. Mine did. Mm. Um, I'm pretty, oh, so you did, did you not have to do that outside of it to get your? No. So. When I transferred from California, when I because I went to school at Oregon, I was licensed in Oregon. But then when I came to California, they were like, oh, "Oh, no, California is a very um, special state. (laughs) Yeah, they've got a lot of extra restrictions, like even through very difficult. So I had to end up applying and I went to Loma Linda University for like the SLIPA program. And I just basically had to like take two two. I had to get the hours here. Is that hard to get into? No. The SLIPA programs aren't? No. I, okay. It was like, no, because I just did the SLIPA like field work program. So it was basically like I just had to go to school and, to say I'm doing the clinical hours. And it's like 80 direct hours and 20 indirect hours, which is like direct hours are directly working in therapy. And then 20 of like helping with notes and mm-hmm. progress reports and all that stuff. Um, and you don't get paid for that. So I did that at where I work now at the Okay. And then um did they choose the clinic for you? No, I chose it. So I had to find the clinic and then they approved it or disapproved it. Okay. And then And did you just go through the same like sorry, I'm just so interested. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> did you go through the same process of like hiring, like you submit an application, things like that of like to do the clinical hours? To be a slipper? No, like um when you chose this clinic. Like cuz I know you can also be you know, in the schools, things like I that. I just chose it. No, I just like basically was like, hey, I actually had was already, the only reason I picked that clinic was because I actually shadowed their. Oh, so they were already familiar with you. Yeah, I already knew like that they have people that come, mm. but you can literally choose anywhere. And then you just have to ask them like, can it just basically out of good graces is what it is uh, like. And then they'll be like, yeah. And then you get a form from the school. Oh, because you're not paid yet or anything. So no. it's not like an official job. Nothing. Oh, yeah. And then like okay, the okay. SLP that is like supervising you doesn't get paid either. The school will help okay. you. Like the schools will help you. Like the university, Loma Linda will help you find a clinic if you can't. But you basically have to reach out on your own. Okay. And then. You I guess have- that makes sense because you don't have the certificate yet. Yeah. This is while you're getting it. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Um. So I did that program, and then you have to, like, take a few classes, which was, like, nothing, because mostly because I did the undergrad. Yeah. But, um, and then and then you take an exam, a slip of exam. I don't know. How long does it last? Six weeks? Six months? Yeah, I think it was a six-month program. Six months? Maybe, yeah. Oof, yeah, six months. Um, yeah, because I, you, you could knock out the hours as fast as you want. You could do it in a month if you wanted, but you had, oh. I had to take like the classes for California. Okay. Um, I don't know, eighty hours. What that's like two work full work weeks. Yeah. Um, but wow, that's crazy. So after two weeks, 
Yeah, you but can be, you can I don't think shirt. they would let you. Because you have to do it along with, like, your You have your to do it with the program, so. yeah. Okay. And so, like, I took tests, like, through the time. Like, I was – it was school. Like, it was school. Yeah. It was, like, actual courses I took. And like, So, like, what did your work week – or, I guess, your school week look like? Like, on Mondays, did you go to school? On Tuesdays, did you go for two no, hours? No, since I just did the field work program, like, it was online, too. So, I didn't have to go in. I had to go in, like, once a month for a test. And then – but they were like they it wasn't hard it was like very simple like okay oh, like it'd be more of like the the classes were more like geared towards like all the basics of like therapy and like everything you know like what does slipa stand for you know or like what is um okay i'm blanking on like you know what a phoneme is and like, oh, okay. you know like just like very basic like you know direct versus indirect therapy or okay. you know the different types of exams or testing materials there are super simple i mean that's what my program was okay and then yeah, i was done in 6 months and then you apply for a job or you take the test and then it's like the same as same as like when you it took forever to get my license it's the same right for slp right yeah you have to um like when you apply you like submit it and then it's like you have to like apply to a lot of things and then you wait wait, week months yeah (laughs) to come back that's exactly what happened especially with covid because mine um after your cf year two it's like it it obviously drew everything super long yeah so i'm sure everybody's everybody's like certifications and everything (laughs) took so long i'm sure and there's always like because everyone graduates around the same time. So it's like everyone's like sending out mm-hmm. to get their certificates yeah. and licenses at the same time. So it, it took just as long. Like it yeah. took forever. I was like, oh, my God. And then it's a busy can- month for for the, <laughs> for the board. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then that's how you become a slip It was it wasn't hard. Yeah. It was very simple. Awesome. It was very low. So if low commitment and only six months of your time. Yeah. And typically, where you do your hours is probably where you'll get hired. That's okay. pretty much like what they said at the program. And so think wisely about where you're. Yeah, like make sure when you're doing your hours, you're not just half fasting it. Okay. And if, especially if you like it, like you know, I liked. I work there now. Yeah. And I, and I liked it, and I, you know, enjoyed the therapy, and you know, some of those kids when I was doing those hours, ended up becoming on my caseload. And I think um, becoming a slipper is actually a good idea for a lot of people. Like, like one, like I said, like grad school, you really don't have any of that like actual therapy experience um, until you're in grad school because your undergrad, you're just basically all theory. Mm-hmm. So um, if you don't know if you really want to do it yet, if you want some more experience, anything like that, like I think a slipper is a great route. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's You learn a lot. Yeah, because you you already right, you already knew what you you wanted to be for sure be mm-hmm. an SLP. Because of my mom and aunt. Yeah. Yes, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And I also like kind of wanted to take a year off and grad school's difficult. I mean, I I Well, that's the thing too. At least my undergrads, that that was something that they ex- like is mm. <laughs> the word just escaped me, but um that's something that they try and like tell us a lot when we're in the process of applying to grad schools is like a gap year or you know 
doing the SLPA route is not a bad thing. It's just a different option. And, you know, some people don't want to go straight into grad school again, and that's totally fine. Totally fine. Some people don't get in. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. You know, some people want the extra year to just not do school, and that's totally fine. So all these options... um, are just different routes. There's not one better or one worse. It's just a different way of way of doing it. So I just want to make sure people aren't feeling bad if like, you know, they do Haley's route yeah. and don't go straight through because that is a very, very good option as well. It's just different from mine. Yeah, it's just, it's different. Yeah. And it's, but yeah, it's definitely fine. Yeah. It's either is fine and it all works out. And, it, and if you like say you're like, I don't know if I like it, try it and then if you end up hating it then you're Mm -hmm. like okay whatever and that's another thing about grad school is like again you don't get that I mean you you do sort of but like your first year essentially I would say year and a half even is like you get like little spurts of treating um and like you know you, you treat some but like your last semester is like out you're you're treating the whole time and then you're working on comprehensive exam stuff um and so that's when you really get the most i would say experience because you have to have so many hours in that section and like you know you get obviously the other experience throughout the other semesters but that one's like full force of like what it would feel like to be in the field your last did you do any classes um no not in not in the last semester oh where did you go what what it was oh i went to uh sharp steely it was a, um, like a adults and a kids sort of thing. It was like the full. Was it in like a hospital? It was in a hospital setting. Yeah, and it um outpatient hospital setting. But um, but yeah, and other other people were like in you know you wherever you want to be. Yeah. You kind of pick where you want to be. You have to. You have to. Asha requires that you do like one school setting, one mm-hmm. outpatient setting, and, and that's one what the other semesters setting. are for. So you hit yeah. all those bases, and then on the last one your last semester, you kind of get to decide, okay, I really liked this. This is what I want. And I liked both adults and children. That's why I I did something that had both. But Mm -hmm. some people were like, nope, only kids. Some people were like, nope, only adults. And you can do what you want. So that's what they help you with on the placements too, is like all those things. And I think there's just not that many, you know, places where they would take like 400. Now that we've talked about it and after you That makes sense, like, why maybe the programs are smaller. And it's, like, a lot of coordination and a lot of, like, yeah. Because for my program, I have to, like, basically – I have to do it myself. I mean, I think you could do it. I think as a person who's, like, in charge of it, like, I know that job was hard. Oh, yeah. Because she had to do, like, so many and make everybody happy. Do do they have to, like, have a lot of, like – does the, like, place that you do your, um, like, practicums in, like, externships during the program – do they, like, have to contact the school a lot or is it just you do it all and, like, you just show up to No, just we just sh- – we basically just show up. We just say what we want and then they do it or they're like, okay, like, here – you're doing the school district now. You're doing this now. Yeah. You're doing that but now. But does, like, the school district – like, does that SLP that you're, like, observing under or did they have to, like, report back to the school, like, how you're doing? Or- yeah. Yeah. So they had little check marks and, like, every th- – I think it was three times – Um. Like, throughout the time that you were there. Yeah. If I remember correctly, maybe it was four. Um, it's probably different every program. And they just, yeah, that might be different. And they just kind of rate you how you're doing. Because you're oh. basically doing the therapy for them. Oh, so they, oh, okay. Yeah, you're doing basically I'm, all I'm the assuming, therapy for yeah. them. They're it's just probably just watching like what I did. 
for exactly. the like I think it's very similar. Like the SLP was there in the room, but I did it all. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then we worked up to it too. Like I mm-hmm. would just mm-hmm. do the therapy and she would do the note every time. And then it would be like, okay, you're doing therapy and, and then the note. Yeah. And we'll do the note together. Okay, now you're going to do the whole session. That's exactly, then, that's basically exactly oh, how it is. Oh, yeah. okay. That's but fine. then, but you're like, I think three weeks in or something, you have to be doing the whole thing. So oh, it's like a vent, you yeah, just have to have like majority because yeah. otherwise you won't get all your hours done. And do you do evals too? Um, yes. Yeah. Yep. You you give all the evaluations. The report writing you do, but it's more of like you at least how it was with me. Like I did it and then they looked over it. Oh, see, I'm starting to do that a little bit with my supervisor. Like yeah. she'll be like, Do you want to try to do this? And then I'll be like, Yeah, please. And yeah. then I'll try to do it. And then she'll just take it and then like I'm shoot changes the whole thing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just so i could get the practice yeah um or she'll do it and then you can look over it right you usually that's what because that's yeah. kind of what it'll be yeah too. she yeah. does that too or she'll be like hey um this, as long as you both are in she yeah she just signs off on them yeah that, you're typically slippers don't do any of that mm-hmm. at all well you actually have the benefit because where you are now the evals and all that stuff is already like a program in mm-hmm. the the um I don't know the clinic. online, like note taking thing. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh, where they do notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas, like this they one, do. you have to like you have to write them out. So they, you know how like with math, you can obviously have a calculator, and like oh, in your life, oh, you can have the, a calculator. Does but, the program on our thing already have that? Where we do our daily notes, like it's just on there. On WebPT. Yeah. I honestly don't. I've never opened anything. Oh up. yeah, like, because you don't. She have to just do that. shows me like mm-hmm. on like a, a thing on her computer, and then I just look at it. I think so, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's, you're just kind of like filling things in. And then when you take notes, sorry, we're <laughs> just a question, but do you take them as soap notes? Like, do you handwrite all your notes? I don't while do soap. No- I mean, yes, I'll do soap notes at the end, but when I'm trying to kill- collect data, I don't do soap notes. I'm just collecting data. Well, yeah, yeah. But where do you where do you do your notes? Um, I just write them on a Google Drive. Oh, yeah. So they're just for you. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, one company, Google Drive. The other company is like a, a platform like WebPT. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. yeah. That varies, I think, per, per, per company, client. per place where you go. Company. I know that's what they recommended in um for my program. They were like, as long as it's like a HIPAA safe place. Yeah, yeah. They're always like, don't we highly recommend that you don't do your externships where you uh work. Because cause a lot of people in my program, I think, are already slippers. Um, so you can see the different note-taking and mm-hmm. how they do, like, all their billing-type things. Like, just, like, the difference between, like, different places. Yeah. Otherwise, because I only know what I know from the one clinic. Yeah. So um, so those are the difference between the two. Um, if you're – so gra- uh, the application process is typically – it opens up, like – October 1st of every year and it goes through December 15th is usually and then some of them go into like January 15th but like no I think I've had like one or two applications due like February 1st a little bit later yeah yeah but that's typically so if you're like oh I'm thinking about applying just keep note that I mean what this is we're in the second week of December now and they're probably due they're due like this week but um it's a so keep note if you're like, okay, maybe you didn't make this application process, but maybe you could if you want to power through it. It's a lot of work, but if you're only going to apply to one, then it'll be fine. And then um, so remember to – excuse me. Remember that for when um, <laughs> it comes around if you're thinking about it for maybe next application period. Um, 
every school requires essays um, or a yeah. video. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have like, so every school have like an application. There's like one big thing is called SIDCAS. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, I think it's like the similar to the Common App for undergrad. Did you have that for mm-hmm. undergrad? It's like a, just like an application service. So there's that and they have supplemental applications. Every school lays it out on their website. So make sure that you get make sure a lot of them have like checklists on their website of like how to how to apply make sure to follow that because sometimes they require like two little supplemental applications or there's another essay here it's every school is very specific but generally it's like okay one or two essays letters of rec yeah you probably need three and it's usually like two you can have like all academic but usually they require like two academic and like one professional if you want schools really like academic which is also a bummer for me because i was really worried about oh, yeah. this application. that would be so far like- well yeah they say like on the thing well this so the schools when applying to grad school say like they will stop because some of them are like we require two academic recommendations um letters of rec and they won't they'll stop accepting them like 10 years after you've graduated from undergrad Mm. well this past application process or the last last year when i was playing last year my school letters my school recommenders said that they were this was gonna be it for them and i was like oh my god i didn't remember anymore or something well i don't know it It was kind of really upset because i'm assuming they just use the same thing over and over but i was like i'm only what i graduated in 2018 (laughs) i was like oh no like what am i supposed to do when so keep note of that make sure like you know if you and i'm maybe schools make accommodations if you're like i mean maybe then you could use like a supervisor or something because that could technically be academic from your slipper oh i didn't even think about that i mean i mean i did for this i just bit the bullet for this because that would be still in your like academic (laughs) zone i just you know i mean they're way better letters of rec than probably my school ones oh yeah yeah because they don't know i mean well, yeah, the, the school ones are generic. It's hard, too, because the school ones, like, um, I would also send them, like, a thank – this is getting really long, sorry. But, um, like, send them, like, a thank you note or give them some sort of, like, thank yeah. you gift, something. Because um, this is something that, that they do out of their Kindness work of their heart. time. Yeah, yeah it, it is, um, you know, something that they're doing for you. And, and they like to do it. But also make sure it's somebody you choose that is somebody that you know. Um, and they know you because a lot of times people will be like, oh, I'll just get one from this person because I did well in the class or I'll just do this one. And they're yeah. like, I don't really know this person. And these are just way more generic. And it, it just think of like how this could be more helpful. Mm-hmm. And if you need to like go get a coffee with this professor or yes. go like, you know, talk to this professor a little bit more after class or just go to their um, office hours just to get to the, know them a little bit better. Um, that's might be beneficial for you because it will be i think that would be the biggest thing i recommend yeah because those reps will be so much better yeah befriend your professors take the time to go to office hours and also utilize your um writing department like they're very helpful as far as like because they know like at least in undergrad, the, they know what the process is of like what looks good for a grad school writing stuff. And so um, I remember I would go there all the time and be like, hey, like, let's work this out. Let's work out my letter of intent, yeah. things like that. And um, they're super helpful. I mean, utilize them. They're free and um, they're only there to help you. So 
That's another tip I would say. <laughs> Go get them yeah. because once you are graduated, you can't use them anymore. So, hey, yeah, yeah, I would recommend all those for anyone in undergrad. Do you have any more last minute tips? I think that's it. I think we answered all of them. I hope that we were able to explain to you the difference between the two um, and what each of us can and can't do, or I can't do, and mm-hmm. Melissa can do. Um, but and- you'll be doing soon. Oh, I also, the program I'm in is an online program. Um, oh, yeah. Why you chose that one? I chose this one because it's the um, an asynchronous program. So the classes and courses are on your own time and your schedule. So I can continue working because at this point, I, I just need to keep working. I And um, I feel like I've been working in the field long enough that I didn't – I thought that online would be fine for me. Like I need, I don't think I I can apply what I'm learning in school to my work. It's also a lot, I think, a lot easier if you like have a kiddo to apply to the theory. Yeah, I think so. Like if you're like, oh, that is what what that was, you know, things like that. It's it's um clicks easier than if you're just like need to do yeah learning this, and then you're later and you're like, oh, okay, so I guess this one could have been. Then you, it's like a different sort of applying. Whereas if you already have the picture in your head, it's a lot easier. It's definitely better suited for my learning style. I'm a kinesthetic learner, which is like someone who learns by doing yeah and so this is like perfect i basically can do class and then take class and use it at work. and you're a busy gal so you've got a lot of um like you're busy in general oh, so this yeah. is like helpful oh like, yeah just like yeah i definitely not do. switch up your whole life all the time <laughs> yes i know, you know i do a lot of like, i do a lot of side things <laughs> <laughs> there's another thing to my list yeah. and um this program is also accelerated yeah that's a bonus oh the school is um (laughs) we never even mentioned the school is um university of st augustine's and the campus is in dallas they have a couple campuses but um are you gonna ever have to go there yeah um that'd be cool it's uh they do trimesters so i have to go three times okay cool yeah um for like a week fun but yeah so all right well we talked a lot yes <laughs> sorry um it wasn't a super quick one but um hope you enjoyed hope you had some or hope you learned some things had some good information if you are interested about anything else like feel like we didn't hit anything have more questions uh feel free to ask us i mean we'll yes. we'll answer any of your questions on instagram mm-hmm. dm us at pediatric speech pal or if you want us to go into a little bit more detail about certain things um we can try and do another podcast on it or just let you know right then and there like what the and if you are applying and you want help and you don't really have anyone like yeah to reach out to reach out to us we'll be more than happy to answer any questions i know when i was applying literally this school i was like melissa can you look at my essay can you help me what do you think about this or you know we went over back we actually practiced how we would do the interview together so like if you have nice yeah it's nice like our community is small so like I reach out and we'll help. Yeah, we have no problem. Totally. I don't. I, we don't mind doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we would be <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. If you are ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more, refer to our YouTube description box where we will leave links to the resources we used. We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on our Facebook page, follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pal. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.